Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 10 of the Leap of Faith podcast. Today, I'm being joined by a very special guest. This is someone that I've known my entire career of college. I met her my freshman year, and believe it or not, we've been friends ever since. And right now, she's getting some ice from my fridge for her massive Yeti thing with a straw. Oh, wow. Yeah, she's putting in her Celsius. Okay. That's like college student activities right there. So her name is Carly, and we met freshman year at Liberty University. And right now, she has one more semester left, and then she's leaving me, which is really sad. Carly, do you want to go ahead and say your major and... Are you excited for your last semester or nervous or do you feel like you've taken everything that you could away from Liberty and you feel like there's nothing left to do or what are you kind of expecting from your last semester if you want to get into that? All right right, so I am a developmental psychology major and this is in fact my last semester at Liberty and then the next steps are grad school probably at Liberty but the program's online so I could do it from wherever which is nice. Um, As far as it being my last semester, it's definitely bittersweet. Like, there's definitely a lot of people here and things that I'll miss about being at Liberty. But I do feel like I've gotten to do a lot of cool things since being here. And so I'm just grateful for all the opportunities that I've gotten since starting. All right, one cool thing about Carly that um, I kind of picked up my, or actually no, in retrospect, like looking back on it, my freshman year, she was kind of telling me things that for me in my kind of, kind of pre-Christian days, I guess I would say, before I got really serious about my faith, she was telling me things that would go like right over my head. I was like, what are you talking about? I just remember one time you're like, what you do is not you. It's like God. Remember when you said that? It was like at Doc's Arm. No, I was trying to say like, aren't my choices my choices? Or my thoughts my thoughts? And you're like, your thoughts are not your own. And like now, but now looking back on that, that makes a lot of sense. Like we are being influenced kind of constantly and you really have to think about what you're doing with your actions. But she was always that person, like my freshman year, that would be so insightful and everything would just kind of go over my head. And now like I can kind of under, like we can have good conversations about our faith and about Christianity. And I feel like it goes really well, but Carly, how, I guess through your life, how did you acquire like knowledge and like such a strong faith? Because you like looking at myself, I was nowhere near that level freshman year and like you're already there. So I guess kind of what influenced you to have such a strong faith at such a young age and be so influential to other people around you? Well, I have grown up with incredible parents, so shout out Don and Marty Moore. Um, But I got saved when I was four years old, and so, like, their influence on me has always been, like, huge in my walk with the Lord. Um, So my mom actually led me to Christ when I was at the age of four in our living room. I remember she was talking on the phone to somebody from our church about a guy in the youth group who had just gotten saved, and so I was, like, eavesdropping on the other line because it was, like, a home phone, so I was just, like, listening to her conversation, and so whenever she hung up, I, like, ran up and asked her, and I was like, hey, mom, like, what were you guys talking about? Like, what do you mean this guy got saved? Like, can you tell me what that means? And she 
basically shared the gospel with me in a way that my little four-year-old mind could understand. Um, and so just in the sense of like childlike faith, like the Bible talks about, I wanted to get saved as well. So she prayed with me. And so ever since then, I've been a Christian, but there's definitely been like seasons where I've been like stronger um, in my walk with the Lord. And then some seasons where I wasn't walking with the Lord as closely, but um, definitely like since then, I've just been like really involved at church because like my dad's the youth pastor at our church so I've like grown up in the church from day one literally like we were there like probably twice on Sunday Sunday morning Sunday night Wednesday night like we were just always there and so and then I also went to a Christian school when I was little and then um once we moved to Harrisonburg from seventh grade on up so I've just been blessed with a lot of Christian people around me in my walk with the Lord and then just like the books I've read the podcasts that I listen to like all of these different inputs definitely like have made me who I am today and so I've just been blessed with great community and anything good in me is like solely the Holy Spirit because any knowledge I have of him is like solely by his own revelation so yeah so Carla you mentioned your community and I feel like from my standards like from growing up in youth group that community was kind of like just very much social and was just kind of another gathering of high school students to do kind of just whatever they wanted to did you feel like your community growing up in high school or middle school, were they generally good influences or did you have to kind of argue with them more or, I don't know, just rationalize more your actions to help yourself? Because I feel like in my understanding, like I, I didn't really, I would just kind of go with the flow in high school, just do whatever. And it seems like you, exactly like a chameleon, and it seems like you have good discipline and you don't even want to like indulge in really any of that stuff. And like, it makes sense now. Like, how did you do it in high school when maybe there are other people around you like partying or doing stuff like that? What helped you along in high school in middle school to like kind of avoid all that kind of worldly garbage? Um, well, I went to Christian school in high school. And so a lot of like the things of the world, like, I wouldn't say that people at my school didn't participate in those things. They just knew how to like play the Christian school game kind of thing. So like people knew how to act at Christian school versus like how they would act outside of school. So not necessarily everyone was like walking with the Lord like they would pretend like maybe at school. But I like the girls in my class and like people that I was really good friends with were people who like were more passionate about the Lord Um, and also like. There was our assistant athletic director at Blue Ridge Christian. She, like, really mentored me and, like, the girls in my class. She, like, really took us under her wing. And we would study scripture together every single week. We'd meet at, like, Jay's Bagels at, like, 6.30 a.m. and study the word, like, an hour before school each week. And so that was, like, really huge. And then with my best friend, Katie Ramsey, she went to public school. So I got to know some of her friends, and she got to know some of my friends. So, like, that was cool that we could kind of – like immerse our communities and everything and then we were mentored by a girl who went to JMU at the time um, because we're from Harrisonburg and so Hannah Bradshaw went to our church and she mentored Katie and I each week before school as well we would get coffee Um, so just like mentors in my life really have challenged me held me accountable to like live according to the word and teach me about it and like what it means and everything Um, so yeah just like mentors have always been there to like teach me about the things of the Lord and how to live like a holy set apart lifestyle. Um, so yeah, shout out to my community. So you mentioned a lot of mentors and leadership roles. 
or just mentors you mentioned a lot of mentors in high school do you feel like you found those same type of mentors in college or not so much like how do you feel about that at liberty um it's definitely been trickier to find mentors in college because it's such a season of transition like everyone's in and out so it's hard to like find consistent mentoring especially with like everyone's schedule being so busy in college like everyone's involved in different things different semesters um, but I was blessed sophomore year because I was a community group leader in the circle, shout out, and Treasure Foster, who was my resident shepherd at the time. So she was um, my boss kind of in a way. Um, she had lead group with our community groups, with our community group leaders every week. So that was really cool. We had resident hall leadership meeting every Monday night. And then every Tuesday night, Treasure would do Bible study with us and she would lead us and kind of just teach us through a certain text that we were going to be learning in campus community and go through um, the questions with our girls after campus community and community groups. So it was really cool to be able to get to know her. And she definitely um, really impacted me in the time that we had Bible study together. She's someone that I really look up to. She really knows a lot about the word and we just had a lot in common. We had a Jack Harlow TikTok together. So she's just super fun. Somebody that I admire and just really loves the Lord. Somebody that I want to be like. Wait, you record a Jack Harlow TikTok with her? Isn't Jack Harlow like really secular and vulgar? And like we're on a Christian campus. I don't think, can I report her for doing that? Um, no, the part that we lip synced was clean. Let the record show. Okay, amazing. So, Treasure mentored you, and you grew from it. What What do you think were the moments through your Liberty career that provided the most growth for you through these last four years? If you could like pinpoint any specific times that you're just kind of thankful that they happened or... Just, I don't know, realize things about life through those experiences. If you want to go go into that. Yeah, for sure. That's a great question. Um, definitely having roommates has taught me a lot about myself and the Lord and how I interact with others. Freshman year, um, me and my best friend Katie had a roommate and the Lord taught me a lot about like living with other people and how to like be considerate of like other people and sharing a space with them and stuff like that. Cause you definitely need to like pick up after yourself if you're asking them to do the same thing. Um, and so I think definitely living with other people that are not like me. And then it's like sophomore year, I had a roommate who was difficult to live with, but the Lord taught me a lot through it about like being secure in him. And even though my room wasn't necessarily some, a place that I felt super like safe and comfortable and at home in at the time, the Lord taught me that like ultimately he like he's my safe place and he's the shelter that I should rest in, not necessarily just like my bedroom, but like just relying on him to be able to show love to other people that can be difficult to love sometimes. Um, just learning about how to serve and love others well that are not like me and finding identity in him instead of just an area that I like or a person that I really admire. <laughs> Um, how's the guy situation been at Liberty? Cause I feel like outside of a Christian college in the secular world, I guess, in a secular college, it's like, oh, I'm going to take out five girls on a date per week and maybe make out with them. Maybe like do this. And like in the secular world, it's like, oh, if you like someone like hook up with them. And I feel like at Liberty, it's very different. And a lot of, 
I don't know, maybe questioning like, oh, where are we going with this? Because it's not so much like, oh, let's just kiss or like, oh, let's just do this thing. It's So how do you feel like at Liberty with like guys, do you feel like they could do a little better? Um, Let me tell you, it's some pickings out here. No, I'm just kidding. But <laughs> everyone is already booed up and it's it's tough it's brutal out here as Olivia Rodrigo once said but I think <laughs> I think emotional boundaries is something that people do not talk about in Christian context so even if people aren't hooking up with each other it doesn't necessarily mean it's still a healthy climate because I think people are still messing with each other's hearts even if not their bodies um so I think just emotional maturity is a really important thing that you learn in college, hopefully. And so just how to take care of other people in their hearts and be very clear with your expectations. I think communication is huge and just being honest about like what you're looking for so that nobody is like misled or confused and getting hurt in the process, just being dragged through the mud. Fire. Yeah, because I mean, at Liberty, it's like, if you're dating someone, everyone's going to be like, oh, when are you going to propose? When are you getting married? There's like a saying at Liberty, ring by spring. Yeah, so it's like you date someone in the fall and then you're engaged with them by the springtime. And like that, there's nowhere else in the world. I mean, there might be other places or like, I don't know. Um, but yeah, all my friends who are secular, like non-Christian, they're like, what the heck? I'm going to wait until like 25, 26. So there's like a lot of pressure at Liberty to find that person. But then at the same time, it's like very countercultural and then people are still getting hurt. And like, it's just interesting. So speaking about relationships and people getting hurt, I feel like that has a lot to do with, I don't know, I guess manipulation and just kind of your mind and your childhood and your upbringing. And I feel like your major psychology goes a lot into that. So do you want to kind of explain why you chose psychology, why you felt called to pursue a major in psychology, and what do you think you're going to do afterwards with that major after college? Well, I love psychology because it really has, like, stirred my affections for the Lord, just in how he, like, so intentionally created us and our minds and how they function. And, like, they're so detailed that, like, I don't know how anyone could like study the human body and not believe in the Lord because everything about it just works so intricately and like it's just incredible. And so I love learning about personalities and nature, nurture, what makes people who they are and how they respond to things. And I just love learning people's perspectives and broadening my horizons in the way that I think about things. And um, since college, I've definitely learned about nuance. I used to think pretty black and white, but like just meeting new people and learning about people's stories has taught me that there's actually a lot of nuance to life and there's a lot of things that can go into how someone thinks and how someone even thinks about the Lord. Um, A.W. Tozer says that the way we think about God is the most important thing about us. And so I just thought that was a good quote. And I chose psychology because I've been told that I'm wise. It's like a spiritual gift, like wisdom and discernment. And so I love listening also to people instead of like talking and so my passions, my giftings, all of these things kind of work together to cohesively. And so I was thinking about what major I could kind of choose to implement all of those things together. And I thought about psychology and I've like loved my classes the past three and a half years. My professors are so sweet. Like I love just seeing professors in the hall that I've had in the past. 
and it's just so cool that they like remember my name and stuff like that they're really like intentional about getting to know us and after college once I graduate I would love to use um, my developmental psychology degree to become a school counselor so grad school is the next steps in school counseling and if I do that at Liberty it'll be online so I can take that track and then I'm also in like a theology of race and culture class right now so I would love to learn about um, how people's cultures affect who they are and how I can implement culture in the way that I do counseling and just meet people where they're at and just be sensitive to people of all different backgrounds and personalities and temperaments. So you, we kind of spoke a lot during the summer and you were interning for multiple different, I guess, middle schools, high school, was it the high school or middle school? Elementary. Elementary. Okay. Elementary school. And you had like a lot of kind of, I feel like breakthrough moments during those internships. Do you want to go into some of those, some of those highlights that you experienced during the summer that kind of impacted you and maybe reopened up your eyes to this major and maybe why you chose it and kind of reignited that passion for it? If you want to just go into your summer and how that was. Um, for my internship this summer, it was for my upper level psychology class. It was a 400 level class that I did before I graduated. And I got to have very versatile experience, which was a blessing. That's something that I was really praying for and hoping for is just to just have like an opportunity that would really just challenge me in the way that I think about things. And so I got to be with a school counselor in Rockingham County at a small rural um, country school there. And so that was really neat. I got to shadow her for 75 hours and it was a really small school. So I got to know a lot of the kids by name, which was really sweet. We welcomed them into school each morning and they like got to the point where they would see me in the hall and they would come up and hug me. They were just really sweet and welcoming there. Um, And we definitely had some some unique experiences with students and just helping them work through sadness and fear and like a lot of these emotions that kids can experience from such a young age that can feel really big and so I'm really passionate about helping kids just be able to name and understand their emotions and how to be able to cope with them when they experience them again in the future and just helping them work through those steps of like practically what you can do in those moments like in the middle of anxiety just taking deep breaths taking a walk outside and really just externalizing the symptomology of it Um, when they feel worked up it's good to like be able to take them outside and exercise or if it's a sensory issue just being able to help them play with toys that like really help them calm down and feel better and then I got to be in Harrisonburg City Public Schools um, with a school social worker there we would meet at central office in the morning and then go to different elementary schools in the district throughout the day Um, and then I got to shadow the behavior specialist as well in the district and so All of these jobs are doing similar things in the field of mental health, but all of them have different roles, but they're all super important roles. Um, The school social worker kind of connects families in the area with different resources in the community, um, whether they need parent mentoring, coaching, whether they need finances, like help with paying rent or food or clothing or anything like that. Um, The Harrisonburg district is really good about just connecting with them and giving them what they need in the area. It was really cool. I got to talk to one of the behavior specialists the day that I shadowed with him about the Lord and just um, some experiences that he's had in the past with the church and how some people in the church had hurt him in the past. And so he um, was very like distrusting of like the American church as a whole. So I kind of got to talk to him about that and see where he stands and just his experiences and 
what has happened to him in the past and why he doesn't want to like get involved with churches so that was cool that I could just like connect with him that day and just hear his heart and encourage him to like give church another shot and just remind him that like poor representations of Christ doesn't change Christ's character it's just a poor representation of who Christ himself is yeah I definitely agree that uh, your mind from a young like pretty much your childhood determines your future in a way if you don't have the uh, resources to kind of counteract it whatever happens in your childhood will determine your future and I think that's really incredible that you're working with kids of that age group and using kind of what God provided for you and it kind of just seems like your entire life like you've had a very kind of focused drive to it you've had mentors in middle school mentors in high school your parents were both Christian they told you oh you have like or you you're like aware of your spiritual gifts of like wisdom and stuff and you've applied it really well into your life and it seems like you're just using every blessing that God has given you to its fullest potential to really just strive to identify yourself with Christ even despite everything kind of being flowing and guiding in a direction has there ever been a time in your life where you felt kind of getting you felt like you've gotten out of your comfort zone or taken a leap of faith where maybe you're kind of wondering like god is this the right direction you know everything's been like going to a certain point you know is this actually the right direction if if you can like think of any time during your college career just life in general where because i feel like a lot of christians are definitely questioning like god where am i going and they might feel like every decision is a leap of faith for them was there ever a time for you during your christian faith walk that you've had to take a leap of faith well I think like every college student suffers from imposter syndrome at some point or another like just everyone has that moment of like wait what is this really what I want to do in life and just thinking about committing to a career for like the next 50 years can be really intimidating Um, but something I learned like with my counselor this summer is just to like take everything in life like one step at a time Um, Just think about like what's next and what the Lord has for you like in this season, because I really believe that like the Lord prepares us for what he has for us at the right time. So he's not necessarily going to give us what we need before we need it, because then we wouldn't really need to trust him. But in trusting him, he prepares us for what's next exactly when the time is right. And so I think just learning to trust him with every season, every step of the way, um, like it says in Ecclesiastes, there's a time for everything. And so I think just trusting him to prepare you for what's next in the time that it's is coming is really huge in college um but yeah I mean I've definitely like been learning in my classes and I'm like wait I don't know if I'm cut out for this like is this really what's right but I think the Lord has just like affirmed time and time again that like psychology is definitely the right direction for me because I'm just so like passionate about it passionate about mental health field and just social justice and how all these things can work together um in the field and so I think definitely like just being so excited about my classes and everything really just affirms that I'm in the right major and I can really use this to make a difference in the world and change the world for the better, hopefully. Um, And just working in like secular public school environments too, I can be a light in wherever I'm at and just like hopefully just reflect him in whatever environment I find myself in. But yeah, I definitely have wondered if that was right. Um, definitely been pushed outside of my comfort zone many times throughout college. I struggled with anxiety really bad freshman year. And so whenever I went home, I talked to my mom about it and got some counseling. And so all of that. And I think it's just really important 
to get yourself out of your comfort zone and to just not sit in that space of like dysfunction and fear because the longer you sit in it the longer it can take for you to get out of it and so I think just fighting for yourself and getting the help that you need in the seasons where you really don't feel like it just having community like informing people I think talking about it takes away a lot of the power of anxiety and just sharing that you're struggling with it with people who are close to you and love you and you know that are in your corner and love you and are fighting for you um, that can really help you to get out of that space and have those other people just boost you up hold you up pray for you bear one another's burdens like the scripture talks about and really just encourage you to get the help that you need so that you can get out of that spot because I've been there and it really sucks to just sit in that like low space mentally and so I think yeah just having community to come around you pray for you lift you up encourage you to get help and really just fighting for yourself to get the help you need can be really really important I yeah I think that that's such a good point that you brought up how you know like you can't sit in that, I don't know, kind of depriving yourself of that growth because you're so scared of it. And sometimes I feel like you're more better off getting yourself into those uncomfortable moments than being in constant comfort. Mm -hmm. It's like you could really take away so much more from getting out of your comfort zone, just saying like, God, where do you want me to go? And I think in every circumstance, if you're just seeking out how you can show God to others in every circumstance, like even working at like, I don't know, a retail store, just sharing the gospel, that could be so much more beneficial and so much more encouraging to everyone else around you than if you had like your whole life planned out for the next 10 years and just doing your own thing. Like in every environment, like we need Christians and we need people sharing the gospel. And I think that that's all good, valid points. Carly has something to add. I was just thinking about the quote that JP always says, if dependence is the goal, then weakness is the advantage. And so that's something that I always remember just like in my fight with anxiety, because it really is like a daily thing often where I just like am stressed about what's next, stressing about the future. But just remembering that like anxiety can actually be a gift that reminds me of my dependence on the Lord. And so just remembering that we're called to be weak so that the Lord is strong in us. And so, yeah, dependence is the goal, the weakness is the advantage. I just really like that quote. It's helped me a lot. Dang, that's fire. So Carly just kind of gave everyone some life hacks for if they're questioning their path, their destination, what they're doing. So even someone that, I don't know, appears to have kind of everything planned out, a guided life, you know, a a major that they're passionate about. Because I know a lot of college students, they'll go through like 14 changes before actually deciding on a major. And just having a chosen major from freshman year to now is like really kind of unique and incredible. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So like even to hear from her that that she's experienced, has experienced anxiety and gotten through it and focuses on God, that can be encouraging to a lot of people. Carly, is there anything you'd like to add or say to the world before we wrap up the podcast? Any last words? Go with God, saints and eights. He's trustworthy and he's worthy of our praise. All right, I'm going to cut that part out. <laughs> no, <okay. laughs> no, you should. <laughs> All right, that was Carly Terrell yeah. on episode. Oh, she has one more thing. Okay, she wants to. Um, just wanted to say it's been a pleasure. Ben Moomau, thank you so much for having me on your platform. I'm honored, blessed, highly favored to be a part of this journey with you. And um, shout out for this opportunity. Appreciate you. Thank you, Carly. I appreciate you too. Thank you for joining me on episode 10. And that concludes this week's episode. Goodbye.